that the Rebbe brings often, and that is, is that Rashi is going to address every question that arises in Pesukim Shal Mikra. If there is a question in the basic understanding of the Pesukim, Rashi will address it. If not, either Rashi feels that it's not a question, or he feels that he already addressed it previously. And that's going to be a question we're going to have today. Why does Yasef ask, Ha'ayd Avichai? Is my father still alive? If Yasef clearly knew, which we understand from the context of the Psukim, that Yasef knew that, Ye- that Yaakov was alive, why does he ask Ha'id Avichai? Many Mepharshim ask, ask this question, and, and Rashi does not. Sif Aleph. It's been discussed many times that Rashi in his Pirush addresses any question or difficulty that could be asked in understanding in those areas where we do not find Rashi uh, explaining a difficult concept in the Pasuk is as above this proves, this uh, shows to us, that Rashi already addressed this in an earlier explanation, and therefore feels it's not necessary to address it again here. Or else, Rashi holds that this is not a question to begin with in the learning, the pshat, and understanding the, the, the Pasuk as is. So, therefore, if Rashi says nothing either, he, he, he holds it's not a question, or else he holds that he already addressed this previously, and therefore it's not a question anymore. So based on this, but on the flip side, if there is a question, Rashi does address it. So therefore we have to understand in our parsha, in the story, Yasef identifies himself, lets himself be known to his brothers. Then their pasuk tells us Yasef to say gezakt, ani Yasef ha'ed avichai. The pasuk tells us how Yasef said to them, "I am Yasef. Is my father still alive?" This immediately presents a question, which many or several of the mefarshim of the commentaries in Chumash actually ask this question. The context of the parsha until this point is is the conversation or the strong talk that Yosef that Yehuda has to Yosef because Yaakov did not want to send Binyamin to Mitzrayim because he was afraid that if he leaves his father he will die implying, obviously, that there is a father and that the father is still alive. And, and, and Yehuda is telling Yosef that he is afraid, as if Yosef had verhalten Binyaminen, that if Yosef will detain Binyamin, that is Yaakov, and Yaakov will not be able to survive it. As the Pasuk says, if he will see that the youngster has not, is not here, has not come back, he will die. And the other day that Yosef heard, Yosef heard, and internalized 
these words. It touched him so deeply that he could not hold himself back and he had to cry. And then he had to tell his brothers who he was. After all this information that Yosef has about the fact that his father is alive, why after all this does Yosef ask, is my father still alive? Seems like a very, very basic question. As a matter of fact, in, in, in Parshish Miketz, even before this conversation with Yehuda and Yosef, yeah, uh, uh, Yasef asks his brothers the second time that they came down to Mitzrayim, um, and they answer, Shalim, this is mentioned in the bottom, in the end of R8. So he, he was clearly told that, Ye- that Yaakov is alive. Additionally, we have to also understand We do not find that Yosef waits for an answer. As soon as Yosef saw that his brothers couldn't answer him because they were stunned, they were in shock. So he continued to speak to them. He says, Come closer to me. And he proved to them that he was Yasef. And then related to them how he became the ruler of Mitzrayim. And then he concludes his words Hasten, rush, and go up to my father. Obviously, acknowledging that he knows that his father is alive. Bring him to Mitzrayim. Muzman Zagin, therefore we must conclude, as Yesif Azikar Gevust as my father left. Yesif certainly knew that his father was alive. And in the words, is my father still alive? There is a deeper meaning, a different meaning that Yesif was conveying to the brothers that was not simply a question, is my father still alive? Because that Yesif already knew that Yesif, that he was alive. So our basic question is, what does Yesif mean when he says Ha'edavichai? In Ziv Beis is going to suggest a, 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 a explanation by that Barbanel, who says that Ye, although Yosef knew that the brothers were alive, that the father, his father was alive, he was still li He wanted to start a conversation. They were doing small talk, uh, just to uh, 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 ease the discomfort between Yosef and his brothers. And the Rebbe is going to refute that answer. The Bible says that Yosef was asking this not for the purpose of verifying the fact that Yosef, that Yaakov is alive, rather it was for the purpose of entering into a conversation with him. Knowing that his brothers will be embarrassed when he says, I am Yosef. <coughs> He was looking for a way to speak about other things. So the first, the, the, the most basic thing you would talk about with your brothers after not speaking to them for so many years would be the father. Having in mind to continue the conversation, to discuss other family members, etc., nor as his but he never got to discussing the rest of the family because the brothers were in shock and he couldn't carry on the conversation. But that's what the that says. Now, if we were to use this explanation, then the question would be: Why does Rashi not say this? 
And the answer to that would be, he's going to say in the next paragraph, that Rashi already introduced to us previously the idea of that someone asks a question to which he already knows the answer. And the purpose of that is to start a conversation. Based on this explanation, we could say, as Rashi Rashi also learns, understands this way in the Pasuk. And yet Rashi does not have to explain this explicitly. Because Rashi already addressed something similar to this earlier. And the Avishter goes into Ganeidim to speak to Adam Arishin. And he says to Adam Arishin, Ayaka, where are you? Rashi says, Ayaka, The Avishter knew where Adam Arishin was. But the Avishter wanted to start a conversation with Adam. So that he shouldn't be in too much shock. And not be able to answer or talk to the Avishter, to Hashem. Similarly, when the Avishter asks Cain, where is Hevel? So Rashi says that obviously the Avishter knew where Hevel was. But he wanted to start with gentle talk with Cain. So he could say, And Rashi is relying here on his interpretation there in those Tzukim. That there is an idea of that someone would ask a question to another person knowing the answer but yet just asking it for the purpose of starting a conversation and the same thing's happening here Yosef knows that Avi is chai that Yankee Avinu is alive but he is just starting a conversation with the brothers Aber their pirush is nitten ganz didan but that explanation which is beautiful in the case of Adam Arishin, in the case of Cain here it doesn't fit in so well because after the elaborate discussion of Yehuda on the, the impact that Benjamin's detainment would have on Yaakov is so he wants to start a conversation he's not going to ask something that they just discussed you know, in the case of Adam Arishan, they weren't even there Hashem arrives and in order to start a conversation, he starts with a, with a basic question, Ayeka. But over here, they were already in conversation. And, and Yehuda had already elaborately addressed the fact that Yaakov was alive. So if he wants to start a conversation, then he should have asked something, ask something which has not yet been discussed. For example, how their families are doing. So therefore, we do not accept this answer of because it does not seem to be the right choice of question to start a conversation after this has already been discussed so at length just previously. So in Siv Gimel, is going to give another, another suggested answer, which he's going to refute. But yet in Siv Dalid, he's going to utilize the foundation of this answer to ultimately answer the question. And the question is going to be, the answer in Sif Gimel is going to suggest is that it wasn't a question. It was an expression of surprise. Is my father still alive? And that's the, the uh, suggestion of Sif Gimel. The fact that he says with a, with a, with a hey in the beginning is not a question whether my father is alive or not. 
Nurse is a lotion to Mia, but it is an expression of surprise. And Rashi also you explained this idea previously. For example, we mentioned before, the Abish to ask Kayin, where is Havel? So Kayin says, Am I the protector of my brother? So Rashi says, The hey in the beginning is a question of surprise. Am I my brother's keeper? The Oid. Similarly, we can apply to our Basik here. Yesef was surprised and astonished in wonderment that his father is still alive. Now, before we refute the answer, in the parentheses, he says there is a difference between Hashem and here. The difference would be that sometimes a question, it comes, a surprise comes to undo the statement, saying, I'm not my brother's keeper. Here, the surprise is verifying the statement. My father is alive. So the, the examples are a little bit different because the Hashem the surprise is taking you in the other way. He's saying, am I my brother's keeper? Meaning, I'm not my brother's keeper. And by our Pasuk, by, uh, he's verifying. He's saying, is my father still alive? Meaning, say, my father is still alive. So they are a little bit different, but the idea remains the same, that a hey is an expression of wonderment, of a surprise, and ha'ed avichoi is Yesus' expression of surprise that his father is still alive. The chilik is not. As bad, the dugma hanal um the above-mentioned example of Hashem Rachionechi and most other places, is the t'miyam v'vatol dizach v'kosal k'daytoch. The question, the surprise, undoes the the the, uh, the approach. Kain was suggesting that he was not his brother's keeper. In our case, the surprise is a surprise of confirmation. Yosef knows that Yaakov is alive. But this brings out within him a surprise. But also this Rashi addressed earlier. Could someone have a child at the age of a hundred? There is some surprise that are confirming or or ascertaining uh, the the facts. So here too, it's a tmiya kayamis. It's a surprise of verifying the facts. Okay. So this is another suggested answer that Yaakov is, Yosef is not asking is my father still alive? He's expressing his surprise at the fact that his father is still alive. But this raises three questions. Yaakov was only 130 years old. Much younger than Avram who died at 175 or Yitzchak who died at 180. So what's the surprise? Why is it so surprising that Yaakov is still alive at the age of 130? <clears throat> How does this surprise connect to, to, the, to the beginning of Yosef's statement, I am Yosef? It seems, because I am Yosef, that's why I'm surprised that my father is still alive. What's the connection between the two? Gimel. 
for what purpose did Yosef express his surprise to his brothers? And noch tondas bald in themselves moment when er had sich zu zeigen lost er kennen and Yosef had and yet to do so in the very first moment in which he identifies himself to his brothers, I am Yosef. Why do the brothers have to know that he's surprised about this? And if they do have to know, wait, let 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 the Yosef sink in and then say, you know what? I'm incredibly surprised that my father's still alive. But it seems that Ani Yosef leads to the Ha'idavichai, and the brothers have to know about it. And that's the question why. If it was a question that Yosef, if we thought that Yosef did not know if his father was alive, so you could say that the most important piece of information to Yosef was his father was about his father. And therefore, the first thing he would do is say, "Is my father still alive?" But if, as we're suggesting now, that Yosef knew that Yaakov was alive, is not an from canal, and the Ha'edavichai is only Yosef's expression of surprise. Why is that expression necessary for to be known immediately upon the statement of Anu Yosef? And see if Dal is going to give the answer. Is there beer in the Mepashtas? And really, see if Dal is riding on Sif Gimel. In other words, we're going to continue the approach that Ha'id Avichai is an expression of surprise. But we had a question what's the surprise? Sif Dal is going to explain why it's a surprise. The surprise is that, <clears throat> that once Yasef uh, 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 identifies, himself and expresses the, the fact that he's alive, that means that Yaakov has been suffering for 22 years with a son who he thought was not alive but was actually alive. And as Reb is going to bring, this is when, when the child is alive or the, the loved one is alive, then the Gzeda, the, the decree that the Abister made that, uh, that it should be forgotten from the person doesn't activate because the person is still alive. And therefore the incredible tsar pain that Yaakov suffers for 22 years, this is what is so surprising that somebody could survive this much pain and still be alive. Is the beer in the Mepashtos? So here's the explanation. Mepashtos, simply. Rashi earlier in Parshas Vayeshev, when it says that Yaakov refused to be comforted, to be consoled. Rashi says a person cannot accept consolation for someone who is alive, if he, who, who, who it is thought to be that he's not alive. Because for someone who had passed, has passed away, there is a gzeda, there is a decree that it, he, it should be forgotten from the person's heart or the pain should be diminished. But not if the person is still alive. And therefore Yaakov mourns for his son for many days because this gezeda was never activated because Yosef was still alive. And this is what Yosef is telling his brothers. I am Yosef. So therefore there's a, a, an incredible surprise. Is my father still alive? How is my father still alive? Yosef left. 
since Yisrael is alive. Kum Tachoyis has two and twenty years of Hanand. That for twenty-two consecutive years, had Yaakov getreut of him. Yaakov was sad for him, mourned for him. When their tzunach vayis Abel was kum Tachoyis an Ava mermikol banof, a mourning that comes from a love that he had to his son more than he had to any of the of his other sons. Atzar Mavil, an incredible pain. Sheinidogil klalu klali, totally unusual pain. Izapela achigodul, the Yaakov traktivir as a grace in Sar, the astonishment, the surprise. How does Yaakov manage? How does he carry such pain? For so many years. Vi Yaakov traktivir as a grace in Sar, and is still alive. That's Yosef saying, I need Yosef. I'm still alive. How does my father live through so much pain and still live? And now, now do you understand that Yaakov, Yosef is concerned about his father's pain. Now we understand why Yosef expresses this immediately to his brothers. Because this is an introduction to what Yosef is about to tell them that we must hurry, we must rush and bring Yaakov to Mitzrayim as soon as possible. The rush that is necessary is not just rush back to my father in the Mlozen Vistin Yaakov in Vos Frier, the Psurotevas Yesef Lepnoch, in order to give Yaakov as soon as possible the good news that Yesef is alive. So he'll be able to stop being sad. Come down to me, don't stop. Rush and bring my father down here. Since this is a matter of life and death, after such a pain that Yaakov just experienced, even after we would revive Yaakov's spirit, by letting him know that Yaakov, Yaakov is still alive, you also have to rush for Yaakov to be able to see Yosef as soon as possible. Because Yaakov is so fragile from uh, the pain that he's been suffering for 22 years of not knowing that Yosef was alive and therefore suffering all these years that in order to save Yaakov's life, we have to give him a chance to see Yosef right away. And therefore he says, to express to the brothers the pain, the, the surprise, and acknowledging Yaakov's pain because we have to alleviate that pain and save his life by not only telling him that Yosef is alive, but by bringing him down to Mitzrayim as soon as possible for, for, for him to be able to see Yosef. Now the question is asked, why does Yaakov send them to bring Yosef to him? Why does Yosef send, send them to bring Yaakov to him? Why does Yosef not get into a wagon right away and travel immediately to Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Canaan, to, to be able for Yaakov to see him as soon as possible? So in Sifei is going to say that Yosef addresses this by pointing out to the brothers that the Abishter sent him to Mitzrayim, and therefore he is on a shlichus from the Abishter, and he does not have permission to leave. 
piece of it, this also explained to us the, the long-windedness of Yosef's wording, words to his brothers. Before he tells his brothers, go up to my, go rush and go up to my father. Three times he repeats this idea. Number one, before you for sustenance. sent me ahead of you. You're not the ones who sent me here, but it was Hashem. He, he, three times he mentions this fact that the Abishter sent her to Mitzrayim because he's, he's saying that in order to answer a question. Since every moment that Yosef, the Yaakov does not meet and see Yosef is a, a, a possibly a life-threatening situation. This raises the question. How does Yosef suffice by telling his brothers to go up to his father? They should go to Israel and bring Yaakov from there to Mitzrayim. He himself should have rushed and gone immediately to see Yaakov. Varum. Number one, Yaakov had a mitzvah of kibud av that he should go to his father. Especially since it had to be uh, very, very quickly because Yaakov was in pain and Yaakov was elderly. So that's very basically why Yaakov should have gone. But in addition to that, is durch dem was as was voltes given a meshach's man freer. Had Yosef gone, it would have happened sooner, because to go to to Eretz Yisrael and come back takes double the time of just going to Eretz Yisrael. So, they, so the question is, why doesn't so besides the fact that Yaakov Yosef has mitzvah of kibudav, and and it has to happen as soon as possible. In addition to that, it would have been would have happened much sooner. And therefore, Yosef addresses that by introducing and emphasizing a number of times. The fact that he's in Mitzrayim is not by his choice and not by his will. It was the shlichus of Hashem that he should be the one who is providing sustenance to the people of the of the land. As a shliach of the Abishter, he does not have reshus, he does not have permission to leave, and therefore... Therefore, he uh, sends the brothers. So what happens here is like this. First, Yosef says, Ani Yosef. He tells his brothers that he's alive. And based on this, Yosef says, if I'm alive, then my father must be in incredible pain. Because the Gzeda, that, that a person begins to forget somewhat of the pain, has not been activated because Yosef is alive. And therefore, the pain that Yaakov has been going through must be incredible. So much so that it's a surprise that he's even alive. And therefore he tells him, listen guys, I can't go. Because I have a shlichus of the Abishar, I must be here in Mitzrayim. But you guys have to go. Go right away and tell him that I'm alive and take away some of the tsar. It should be, revive the spirit of Yaakov. But that's not enough. 
you have to bring him back to Mitzrayim. So that could be El Chaver and so that Yaakov could actually see Yosef. And that will uh, uh, take away the Sakanas Nefashis that, that Yaakov finds himself in. In Sivav, he's going to point out the words Maru and Avi. The fact that Yaakov, that Yosef says Maru to rush. Why is it so important to tell the brothers to rush? And also, why does it say Avi, my father, not our father, Avinu? Another detail that we could address is the necessity of rushing to go up to my father. Rashi tells us earlier in Parshas Vayeshev that the 22 years that Yaakov mourned for Yosef is connected the 22 years that Yaakov did not fulfill the mitzvah of Kibbut Av. Yaakov left Mitzrayim. Yaakov left his father Yitzchak on the way to Lavan. First he stopped for 14 years in Yeshiva Shem Ve'ever. That doesn't count. Because when the person is learning Torah, then it's not considered a lack of Kibbut Av. But then he spent 20 years at Lavan's house. And then there was two years that he was in, in transit on the way back to Eretz Yisrael. So for 22 years, Yaakov did not fulfill the mitzvah of Kibbut Av. And as a punishment for that, Yaakov was not, did not have his son Yosef uh, for 22 years. Underfar. So now, now that the 22 years of Yaakov's punishment have finished, Yosef demanded of the Shvatim, rush and go back to my father. Since the this the time of the sentence, the punishment has ended. Darf You can't hold back the, the the end of the punishment even for the blink of an eye. Right away, you have to end this the the, the period of the punishment because there's no reason that it should continue even one extra second. And if that's the pshat, this will make it more gishmak. More understandable why Yosef says Avi, Nit Avinu, my father, not our father. In addition to the fact that Yaakov's pain was connected to Yosef, Avi, he's my father, I'm the one who caused this pain. Is there Mita he, he was also hinting to them as the Mihirus is verbunden mit Zain. Yosef's canon Mekayim Zay Mitzvah's Kibbut Av Avi. He was saying that. Rush so that I should be able to fulfill the mitzvah of Kibbut Av. Since the 22 years that Yaakov didn't do his Kibbut Av, since the 22 years that were a punishment for Yaakov's not doing Kibbut Av have finished, so now Yosef has to do his Kibbut Av, which he didn't do for 22 years, and therefore Maru Valuel Avi, rush and bring back my father so that I should be able to do the mitzvah of Kibbut Av. So, and notice, uh, as we went through this, as we went through this um, uh, sicha, that the idea of ha'oy, that the hay is a lashon t'miyah, Rashi addressed in Hashem or Achri Anoichi, the idea that, 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 ya, ya, that Yaakov was incre- in incredible pain was addressed in the Rashi of Ayimoin li Nachem, that Yaakov could not be comforted, could not be consoled. And 
the uh, the idea of Maru, the idea that, that, that these 22 years were connected, the 22 years that, Yez, that Yaakov did not fulfill the mitzvah of Kibbut after Yitzchak is also in Rashi and Vayeshev. So all the details of this explanation of what was happening when Yaakov says, Ha'ed Avichai, are all things that were addressed previously in Rashi. And that's why Rashi doesn't say anything here, because anything that any detail that's written, that's uh, uh, relevant to understand what it means when Yesus says was all touched upon in previous Rashi's. And that's why Rashi doesn't have to say anything. We conclude with one beautiful Hira from the fact that on the one that Yaakov was punished for 22 years, but as soon as those 22 years were over, Yesus says, We have to finish the punishment. You can't keep on going, even for the blink of an eye. This teaches us a powerful lesson when it comes to discipline. There's sometimes that you have to utilize the approach of smeldecha, which means that the left hand side pushes away. Sometimes you have to, you have to gvuru uh, einish. Uh, sometimes you have to use severity or punishment. There's there, there are certain times that that becomes necessary. We have to know, however, as a sodet zich derbay as he does, he said you have to be extra careful. As mezol zich nit ba nutzin mit der midah yasek mikviat zerech, not to utilize this approach, the approach of severity, any more than necessary. Vinores kum derega, but says nit muchrich dechiyu gvura. As soon as the moment comes that pushing away negativity, severity, becomes unnecessary. Darf menin an eitin fun mehiros. Right away, in a matter of mihirus and of a rush, you have to right away change the mode to chesed, to kindness, and kiruv, and closeness. Yemin mikarevis, the right hand side, draws in closer because that is the better, that, that is the better approach. But we always go yemin mikarevis. Sometimes you have to do smell daicha, you have to be, you have to be in, a state, in, a, in, a, in a state of discipline. Sometimes even you have to punish. But yes, the, the second it's over, you have to stop the punishment. And the second it's over, you have to end the smell deicha and go right back to Yemim Karevas. Similarly to the case where, Yaak, where there's an Indian of smell deicha and the fact that Yaakov was punished for 22 years. But the second those 22 years ended, Yesus says, Maru alu alavi, right away, end this, the, the suffering of Yaakov and start the Tnuah of Yemim Karevas.